as we head toward Resurrection Sunday. I want to sort of give us and build us up to all of the things that happen before we get to the resurrection. In John 14, strangely enough, we, it's one of those chapters that we sort of turned over to the funeral home. We only read it and hear it when somebody's dead. But you need to know here that Jesus wasn't talking to dead folk here. Jesus was not talking about dead folk. He was not preaching a funeral when he brought us these words. These are the words of Jesus in John 14. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you under myself. That where I am, there ye may be also. Amen. Let not your hearts be troubled. Here in the writing of John, keep it in mind now, Jesus is on his way to the cross. He's on his way to make that supreme sacrifice for you and for me. He's leading up to that time. He's leading up to that time. And here we find Jesus in a setting with his disciples. Follow me now. He's in this setting talking with those hand-picked soldiers. Those people that he had hand-picked to walk with him and to talk with him. He hand-picked them that he might teach them. But now, after three years, he's been with them, he's got them caught up in this place, and he is preparing them for the end of his earthly ministry. You remember the story, you remember the story. Jesus had put together a team of 12 men. 12 men who had committed themselves to following after him. These men believed that he was the Messiah. They believed that he was the deliverer to come. And because of that, they had forsaken everything to follow him. Are y'all hearing me? Because they believed that he was who he said he was, they walked away from everything that they had and began to walk with Jesus. They had watched him. They had watched his every move. They had heard all of his powerful words. They have witnessed his miracles. They had witnessed firsthand the power of his love. Now they've been with him for about three years and he had, they had great expectations of this kingdom 
that he had been telling them about. They had great expectations that this is the one, this is the Messiah who comes to restore the kingdom of Israel. There was no doubt in their mind. There was no doubt in their minds that he was going to be the one. This is going to be the one who is, listening to this, who's going to make Israel great again. Y'all ain't hearing me. This is the one. He, he's going to make Israel great again. All of our hopes in him. Yeah, all the rest of them fail. Everybody else has failed. But this is the one who is going to make Israel great again. So, it had to be quite a shock when he gathers them around him here in this room at the supper table and made this announcement. You got to feel them now. They, 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 they put all of their trust in him. They, everything they had, they walked away from it just to follow him because he's the one. Who's going to restore Israel again. He's the one that's going to make it so. It had to be a shock. When they're sitting around the dinner table. And Jesus makes an announcement. And this is an announcement that shook them. To their very core. Listen to his announcement. Listen to what Jesus told them. These people who have sold out. To follow him. Listen to what he told them as they sat there around the table. First of all, he, he announced to them that I'm about to leave you. Get this now. All of our hopes are in you. We've been depending on you. We, we're looking for you to turn things around. And now you're telling us I'm about to leave you. Second thing he implied, he implied, not only am I going to leave you, he implied to them, these are all of their hopes now in him. He says, he implies to them that I'm going to suffer death, that I'm about to be crucified. Are y'all feeling this? We put all our trust in you. We put all our hope in you, and here you are telling us that you are about to die on the cross. Thirdly, thirdly, he said to them that, 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 that yeah, all of them are going to fall away. Yeah, all of y'all are going to fall away from me, but one of y'all is going to deny me. Jesus had all this information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, know, I know how faithful you think you are, and I know that you think you can stand anything, but every one of y'all is going to walk away. Peter is going to deny me. And then fourth, he pointed out, he pointed out to them that one of you here in these ranks is going to betray me. Y'all hearing this? This wasn't the kind of meeting they were expecting. They, they were expecting now him to start laying his plan out. But now he is saying, I'm leaving. All of y'all are going to walk away from me. One's going to deny knowing me at all. And one of y'all is getting ready to betray me. And then, as if that wasn't enough. They're already getting a little heavy there. Finally told them that where I'm going, you can't go with me right now. All this information to people who have put all of their trust in him, all of their confidence in him. And now he's saying, I'm going to a cross. I'm going to leave you. And where I'm going, you can't go with me right now. You can come later. <laughs> put a line under that. <laughs> You can't come with me right now. 
Get the picture. Get the picture. Get the picture. Here are men who have given up everything to follow Jesus. And now they sit listening to all of their hopes and all of their dreams fade away. While he's talking about, I'm leaving. I'm going to die on a cross. Y'all can't go with me now. But then, after dropping all this bad news, after dropping all of this, can you, you sort of feel where they must have been? You ever, you ever been disappointed like that? You, ever been, you can sort of feel that. But now, after dropping that on them, after giving them that, and, and now everybody's beginning to sink, listen to his next statement. His next statement is, but let not your heart be troubled. Isn't that amazing? All your hopes, all your dream, everything that you had planned is about to leave you. But Jesus says, let not your heart be troubled. Another way, another way. Let me say it another way. He said, but don't y'all worry about it. Y'all hear me? I'm going away. I'll be gone. I'm going away. I'm going to leave you. But don't you worry about it. Wait a minute, Jesus. Jesus, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You paint this picture of suffering. You paint this picture of death and doom. And then you follow it up by saying, let not your heart be trouble. Jesus, you have pulled the rug from under us, dashed our hopes, and then follow it up with let not your heart be troubled. Jesus, you have thrown a wet blanket on everything we believed, and the best you can come up with is don't worry. Don't worry about it. How realistic is that? How realistic is it? How realistic is that? How can that be? Well, I'm glad we got the text. Yeah, I'm glad we got the text because as we examine the text, find that Jesus gives words of hope and he gives words of assurance that will speak to every one of us even when we're sinking. Even when it looks like things are going down, when it looks like things ain't going to work out, Jesus has a way of turning it. Wonder if I got a witness up in here. He has a way of turning it all around. Jesus starts out, and I don't, don't you see how he starts this thing? He starts out by saying, let. That's just a small word, but you need to know that that's a powerful, powerful word. Whenever you see the word let, wherever you see it, that means right off that you are in control. Y'all hear me? That's a powerful word. Let is a powerful word. When you see the word let, that means that nobody else got nothing to do with this. It's all up to what you let. Are y'all hearing me? 
You may not have any charge over your situation, but you've got full charge over how you let it affect you. Y'all ain't hearing me, huh? I say you, you ain't got no control over what comes your way, but you got every bit of control over how you let it affect you. You see, let me, let me tell you what the word let, look it up sometime. The word let means to allow or fail to prevent. <laughs> That's what let means. <laughs> it ain't that deep. It ain't that deep. Let means to allow or fail to prevent. In other words, in other words, as bad as things may seem, they can never destroy you unless you allow them or fail to prevent them. Y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah, yeah, the only way that anything can turn your life upside down is if you let it or if you fail to prevent it. My brothers and sisters, this life is full of situations and circumstances that will drive you out of your mind if you let them. I know I got a witness up in the house. This world is full of stuff that will drive you slap out of your mind if you allow them or fail to prevent them. Oh, my brothers and sisters, you can lose your mind watching the news every evening. Are y'all hearing me? Watching what that joker doing up there in the White House? Yeah, that could worry you to death if you let it or fail. <laughs> Am I making any sense up in here? I fail to prevent it. And I, I don't want to get in your business. I don't need to get in your business. I got my own business. Family situation will drive you out of your mind. Y'all ain't hearing me. Stuff that goes on in your own family will cause you to lose your mind if you... Yeah. I fail... To prevent it. Well, I know I'm right about it. I know I'm right about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. My brothers and sisters, uh, you can go to make one visit to the doctor and he can tell you one thing that will totally destroy your life if you or don't fail to prevent it. Y'all see how powerful that word is? I... I and you got control over it. You need to know. You know, a lot of things I know now, I didn't have sense to know when I was younger. I used to hear my mama. My mama would say this in a minute. And I, 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 you know, I thought she was just being mean. Mama say, you ain't going to worry me. <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? She, yeah, she meant that thing. She, yeah, you, you ain't going to worry me. I, yeah, I, I ain't going to let you. Are y'all hearing me? You act a fool if you want to. Do act crazy if you want to. Joe, I ain't going to let. <laughs> you ain't going to work. See, you ain't in control of that. You ain't in control of what you let creep up in your life. You ain't in control of what you let keep you up all night long. You ain't in control of what you let 
make you cry all night. Mama, mama made a conscious decision that she wasn't going to let none of us drive her crazy. She wasn't going to let it. How do you do that? How do you do that? How do you do that? How, how do you do that? How do you do that? Well, well, here it is. Here it is. You learn how to turn it over to the Lord. That's it. That's it. That's it. That sounds so simple, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah but I, I guarantee your blood pressure would go down about 10 counts right now. If half of that stuff you got right now, you take it off your plate and rake it over on the Lord's plate. Turn it over to the Lord. We sang a song. We sang a song when I was growing up. This problem that I had, had I just couldn't seem to solve. I prayed and I prayed, but I kept on getting involved. But then I turned it over to Jesus. And I stopped worrying about it. I turned it over to the Lord, and he worked it out. Jesus says, it's up to you. It's up to you. It's up to you. You have the power. You have the authority over what you allow to trouble you. Let not your heart be troubled. And he says, let not your heart be troubled. Well, Jesus, you pull the rug out from under us. You dash our hopes, our plans, and then follow it up with let not your heart be troubled. Yes, yes. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. Let me tell you how to do that. How do you do that? How can you do that? Well, here's what keeps you from being troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. Let's just walk the text here. Because of what you believe. It's right there in text. Right there in text. He said, you believe in God. Believe also in me. And brothers and sisters, that's generally where folk get tripped up when it comes to Jesus. You can talk about God all day long. Ain't nobody going to bother you about that. But if you ever call the name Jesus, are y'all hearing me? You start talking about him, Jesus. No, if you believe God, I and my father are one. You believe in God, believe also in me. We do what we do because we believe what we believe. Y'all hear me? I, I live like I live because I, I believe every word that Jesus says. I, I, I believe. I ain't saying I got it all down packed, but I believe it. I believe every word. Are y'all hearing me? You see, I, I, I've learned how to be free hearted. I, I share what I have. Sometimes my wife thinks I'm losing my mind. I don't mind sharing what I have because of what I believe. I really believe that God will supply all my needs. Are y'all hearing me? I, I, I really believe he'll supply all of my... Are y'all hearing me? You don't see me fighting with folk and falling out with folk and fussing with folk because I really believe that God will fight my battle. I believe that. I believe God will fight my battles if I just... Are y'all hearing me? 
Yeah, I I, I don't go around looking behind my back wondering if somebody's going to hurt me because I honestly believe what the word says that no weapon that is formed against me, I believe. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, my brothers and my sisters, you act like you act because you believe what you believe. Oh, my brothers and sisters, if you really believe it, you ought to walk like you believe it. If you really believe it, you ought to act like you believe it. Let not your heart be troubled. Because of what you believe. But not only that, he says, let not your heart be troubled because of the purpose of my trip. (laughs) Oh, I'm going away. (laughs) I'm going away. But you got to know why I'm going away. Y'all hear me? I'm about to leave you now. I'm about to leave you now. But you've got to understand why I am leaving you. So let not your heart be troubled because of the purpose of my trip. Jesus is saying to those fellows, look, this trip ain't for me. (laughs) This ain't a vacation I'm going on. This this trip is not a pleasure trip for me. Yes, uh, I'm going away, but this trip is for you. It's in the text. It's in the text. It's right there in the text. He says, I am going. Is that in your book? I am going to prepare a place for who? That's it. This ain't my trip. Are y'all hearing me? This ain't my trip. I ain't going for me. I am going for you. I am going to prepare a place for you. See, I know some stuff y'all don't know, he says. He says, I, I got some stuff. They see, I, you don't, you, what you don't understand is that I, I came from up there. <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? I, I was up there, and I, I came down here fooling with y'all, but I know what's up there. Listen at him saying, in my father's house. <laughs> y'all ain't hearing me. In my father's house, there are many. <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, I ain't seeing this for the first time. I came from heaven. I know what's up there. In my father's house, there are many mansions. So since I know what's up there, since I know that there are places up there, what I'm going, I'm taking a trip because I'm going to do what? Prepare a place. <laughs> It's right there in the book. It's right there in the book. I'm going to prepare a place for you. My brothers and my sisters, uh, you quit living beyond your, beneath your privileges. You quit talking down. All this give me a cabin in the corner of glory land. Uh, Y'all hear me? Uh, Quit it. Quit it. Quit it. All I want to do is make it in. If I can just get a cabin. No, the word said that is a mansion. Are y'all hearing me? The word says that is a mansion. I, I can't talk for nobody else, but I, I live in enough cabin down here. I, I, I had that life down here. I don't want to leave here to live in a cabin. Uh, I want my mansion. In my father's house, there are many mansions. 
I'm going to prepare a place. And let me deal with that a minute because there are some folk that got a little schooling that want you to believe that heaven really ain't a place. That the heaven is really a, 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 a matter of mind. Heaven, heaven, is, heaven is really a figment of somebody's imagination. Well, I beg to disagree with you because the word says that it is a place. He didn't say I'm going to prepare for a, for a figment of your imagination. He says I'm going to prepare a place. Heaven is a place. I wonder if I got a witness up in here. Anybody believe me here? Let not your heart be troubled. I'm going to prepare a place for you. I already got a place, Jesus said. Jesus said, I already got a place. I already got a place. I, I got a seat right at the right hand of my father. I, I got a place. You're the one that don't have a place. And I'm going. To prepare a place for you. Let not your heart be troubled. Let's stay right here in the text. I'm going to prepare a place for you, but but yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's another reason why you don't need to be troubled. Because I'm coming back. It's right there. It's in text. It's in text. Read, read the Bible. Read the Bible. He says, I go to prepare a place for you. But I'm coming again. Are y'all hearing me? Anybody want to shout? That's a good place right there. Jesus is coming. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, my brothers and sisters, sometimes uh, that's the piece of the gospel message that we leave off. We love to talk about the death, the burial, and the resurrection. But there's another piece of good news. Y'all ain't hearing me. Thank God for his death. Thank God for his burial. Thank God for his resurrection. But you really want to shout, shout, because he's coming back. Y'all ain't hearing me. I said he's coming back. Any, any believers in the house, he's coming back. He's coming back together his own. Can you prove that? Yeah, yeah. Turn over to Acts 11. Yeah. Jesus stepped on a cloud. That cloud began to receive him out of their sight. They stood there gazing up into the heavens. And all at once, these men showed up out of nowhere. Said to his disciples, don't you know that this same Jesus, y'all ain't hearing me, this same Jesus uh, that you see going away, he's coming back. Y'all ain't hearing me. He's coming back just like he's going. Are y'all hearing me? Let not your heart be troubled because he's coming back. Got one more and I'll be through. Let not your heart be troubled because when I come back, you will forever be with the Lord. Y'all ain't shouting yet. I say the reason why I shout is because I know that some glad morning, y'all ain't hearing me, some glad morning when the life is over, I'll fly away to be at rest just a few more weary days and then I'll fly away 
to be at rest. I'm waiting, I'm waiting and watching for him to come. And Lord, haste the day when faith shall be sight, when the clouds will be rolled back like a scroll. The trumpet will sound and the Lord, he'll descend. But that's all right, because it's well, it's well. I say it's well with my soul. Yes, yes, oh, yes. Lord, just let me be able. Just let me be able. To say it's well, it's well with my soul. When, when peace, like a river, attends my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot, are y'all hearing me? Whatever my lot, if I am sick, whatever my lot, if I'm in trouble, whatever my lot, they ain't got a dime to my name, whatever my lot thou has taught me to say. It's well. It's well with my soul. 